Hey, 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 and welcome back everybody to Intentionally Hoping. I hope you have missed me and looking forward to the new series, It's Okay. I would like to say a big thank you to everyone who has supported this podcast so far. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen, rating and sharing. And if this is your first time, welcome. I am so happy you have joined me today. Please take the time to listen to the previous episodes. I'd appreciate that. Please take the time also to follow me on Instagram and check out my post each and every Monday. It's called Intentional Mindset Monday and the word of the day posted every Thursday. Disclaimer, I am not a counsellor yet. If any topic covered in this podcast affects you, please speak to a professional to support you in your healing journey. Personal disclaimer, this podcast is not about being perfect. I am not a perfect person. The lessons I would like to share are from my own imperfect journey of events that have shaped my life in diverse ways. These experiences and events have taught me how to evolve, overcome, press through, respect the process of healing, being renewed in body and mind. This podcast is to hopefully encourage you to start your journey. I really hope that you do enjoy this podcast. The authenticity, the vulnerability of me expressing how I am growing with intention every day. This is a series of three episodes of discovering how to understand our emotions to be able to proactively make a change. Each episode contains a topic, a nugget from the book of the month, the song of the week and a quote or scripture. So here are the headings I will be covering. It's okay not to be okay. Up in my feelings. Why me? There are moments and seasons in our lives when everything seems overwhelming, heavy, burdened by our own feelings and at times considering others' feelings and emotional state. I've been there myself. When I have all the normal day-to-day mundane things to do, And at the same time, I have children to raise. I have other factors like relationship problems, not feeling well, or even work-related issues. Sometimes we can forget that we have feelings of our own. We have been that support network for others that we can become numb to how our body is reacting. Our thought processes becomes so random, inconsistent, filled with doubts and fears. We may even be self-numbing ourselves with substances or other forms of pleasure to use as distractions. Impact to the circumstances can be so subtle that even we don't recognise the effects and changes that have been made in our lives. How we interact with others, how we talk to others, how we talk to ourselves, self-care, mood changes and physical changes... This dismissing of our emotions is how many of us are reaching a point of burnout. Feelings of being overwhelmed, which can lead to anxiety, depression, or other associated disorders. Short-term reliefs can lead to drug and alcohol addictions, self-sabotage, self-harm, abuse to ourselves, physically and mentally, and even to others. Long-term, these patterns of behaviour will not help which now can become a greater problem to solve later. Some of us are told through the culture, our ethnic groups and religious beliefs that we should not acknowledge our emotions and feelings as they are weak, undisciplined or even sinful. 
the negative thoughts, feelings and emotions may be connected to an experience which has caused negative effects in our lives. Therefore, choosing to avoid or numb ourselves seems a good idea as it provides temporary relief. The more we continue to ignore, dismiss our emotional well-being, we can believe we are in control and there is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the feelings and the emotions that we feel. The use of terms, feelings and emotions, we may want to think of them as the same. They are not interchangeable. They have similar elements. There is a difference between feelings and emotions. Feelings. Both emotional experiences and physical sensations, such as hunger or pain, bring out feelings. We are aware of the feelings of the experience, although not every awareness of the experience, such as seeing or believing, is a feeling. Emotions. An emotion can only ever be felt through the emotional experience it gives rise to, even though it might be discovered through its associated thoughts beliefs, desires and actions, emotions are not conscious but instead manifest in the unconscious mind. A fundamental difference between feelings and emotion is that the feelings are experienced consciously while emotions manifest either consciously or subconsciously. Some people may spend years or even a lifetime not understanding the depths of their emotions. This is why it's so important to start acknowledging your feelings and emotions to build your self-awareness. You can then learn how the feelings and emotions are linked to your state of mind and your physical well-being at the time of them arising. In turn, you are able to regulate yourself more effectively. So it's okay not to be okay because now you're in the best place to serve yourself well, depending on your truthful analysis of yourself. Being truthful to where you are is not always easy, especially when you're in a numbing state. Being awake, aware and and seeking out ways to surface from denial and hiding is key to start change. In any case, when we use denial to defend ourselves or cope with what we feel, we contradict the reality of a situation or attempt to adjust a circumstance by neglecting its impact. Becoming aware of your truth assists you to understand what you need and are able to move from coping to healing. The fear of having to work through the emotions and feelings can seem overwhelming. The unknown can be scary. The impact of our voice not being heard or understood over the years causes us to protect or hide and we can choose not to express how we feel at all. In a sense, we play dead. We feel defeated. Some of us are no longer in connection with how we feel or where our emotions are at. We are disengaged, exhausted. In these moments, we have been exposed to long-term events that have formed patterns or behaviours, habits and addictions. How do we move forward? Self-awareness is a habit of paying attention to the way you think, feel and behave. This is the best place to start. More specifically, self-awareness is about observing. Observing patterns of thought. How do you think about and explain what's happened to you? What's your self-talk like? 
What expectations do you hold in certain settings or with certain people? What are your core beliefs? What influences your thinking? Patterns of emotion. How do you understand your own moods and emotions? Do you observe and try to understand your emotions or do you react to them impulsively? Do you view difficult emotions as enemies to avoid or be gotten rid of or messengers to try and tell you something? Patterns of behaviour. Do you understand why you tend to act in the same way in certain situations? Do you have a sense of what types of events are triggering for you? Do you understand what motivates your behaviours or leads to self-sabotage? Self-awareness is an invitation to be curious about your own mind. There are so many benefits of self-awareness. You get better relationships. It's difficult to ask for what you want and need in a relationship or to set healthy boundaries when you're not very clear about it yourself. For example, how well do you know your personal values? Often the best way to improve any relationship is by trying to become more self-aware. Karma moods. How you consistently feel emotionally depends on how you think. If you have a habit of chronic worry, for example, you're very likely to feel anxious all the time. But when you improve your self-awareness, you learn to understand the relationship between your thinking and your moods. This makes it much easier to regulate your emotions effectively and balance your moods. Clearer thinking and better decision making. Poor decision making often comes from muddled thinking and unchecked emotional reactions. When you become more aware of your habits of thought and feeling, we can more easily distinguish between short-term impulses or desires and long-term values and goals. The most common cause of procrastination and poor productivity isn't the lack of effort or commitment. When we struggle to get to work, it's usually because on some level of our own thoughts, emotions or habits are getting in the way. Improving self-awareness can help eliminate many of these hidden obstacles to productivity. Steps to change. If you look back on the other episodes, you will see that I use this five steps to change and it includes pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, and action. I found this tool really, really good just to help me to strategic in the way that I'm thinking and wanting to improve. It helps you with this each step um, to have some clarity in your thought process. When you have clarity in your thought process, you understand what your goal is much better. With pre-contemplation, think about what is bothering you. Is it yourself? Is it other people? Your environment? Putting boundaries for others and yourself. What are your triggers? People, places, noises, smells. What thoughts and behaviours do you need to change? Talk to people to find out what they observe about you. Try not to be offensive. They're just trying to give you feedback. We need feedback to improve. Contemplation. Journal, write down your thoughts and your feelings so that you can understand them better. Get clarity of your values. What do you value? Ask yourself, why am I here? What am I called to do? What makes a fulfilling life that I can truly be proud of? Be honest with yourself. 
Use meditation. I spoke about this in other episodes about meditation. Have quiet time for yourself. Don't overthink. Listen to positive things. Read your Bible. Get it on the Bible app. Listen to positive podcasts. Do affirmations. Pray. Sing. Worship. Paint. Read positive books. Good fiction books that help you to come out of your own thought process. Exercise. Get out in the nature. Stop smoking because smoking elevates anxiety. Reduce substances and alcohol. You know, try to detox your body from all these things that you're doing to self-medicate yourself, to numb yourself, to detach yourself from the emotions that you're trying to run away from. Preparation. Prepare for the day ahead. Think about all the things that could be obstacles for you that day, whether it's people, environments, smells, noise. Try to prepare for what might happen during your day and think of how you need to react in those moments. Make a plan for your day, week, month, but don't do more than six months. You need to give yourself six months to to set goals for yourself and to be consistent in them. Make realistic plans. Take small steps. And if you relapse, examine the reasons why and start again. There's no such thing as failure. Everything is a lesson. Every day we're learning. So don't be hard on yourself. Be patient. Be kind to yourself. Ask for help. If you need help, get some guidance from somebody who you trust and that can be honest and loving to you seek through your doctor if it's to help you to stop smoking to lose the weight ask for help get a counselor do something that is going to um give you some more knowledge read books self-help books avoid toxic environments people and places that may tempt you or draw you back to your old habits and behaviors action As I said, give yourself six months to touch the dream. You're learning every day on how to adjust yourself, how to regulate yourself, how to recognize what you're seeing about yourself, unlearning new things. Just remember you're unlearning old habits and finding new ways of coping, new tools that you can use to improve your well-being and your mental health, your physical health. It's okay, you're learning, you're readapting and redesigning yourself in a way. Don't give up. If it's getting difficult, modify, press on. Don't judge yourself with others. Know your stresses. Try new things, do some courses, go to some new places, make some new friends, be teachable. There are so many people out there that can help and assist you. Um, Be open to learn. Be open to um, new ways of thinking. Trust the process, guys. Trust the process. It's going to take time. Don't think you're just going to get this done in the next couple of weeks and then your whole life is sorted. No. Feelings and emotions are embedded within us through other people's reactions and habits and the way that we've been treated and the way that we have been exposed to certain events and things that have happened to us so don't expect you're gonna you know get over this straight away no you won't it's gonna take time 
So trust the process and the steps that it takes to get to the place that you want to be. You know, you're not going to be perfect and the journey is not going to be perfect. Everybody's journey is different. So take time, take time with yourself. So what did I learn about myself in these times when I'm saying it's okay not to be okay? (laughs) I learned that I'm a creature of habit. I have habits and behaviors that I didn't even realize. I was holding on to past hurts and disappointments that I thought I had let go of years ago. I was hurt and I was disappointed with myself for allowing others to have power over my mind that I should have never allowed to in the first place. Didn't put boundaries in my life. Because if I'd put boundaries in my life, I would have saved myself some of the hurts and the disappointments that I felt, which led me to being angry, filled with resentment, anxiety and fear. I denied how I was feeling because I felt that I needed to be strong and if I wasn't strong, I would break and I wasn't sure if I'll be able to get back up. So I would numb myself. So it's okay not to be okay at this moment. It's okay to feel like you're weak. It's okay to feel confused and doubt and fear. It's okay. But you've got to understand the reasons why. You need to understand what you're feeling And your only way you're going to do this is by self-discovery of your strengths and your weaknesses, which are going to empower you to be more empathetic to yourself and to others. And in turn, giving you the power to change and to be free. So I invite you really take this time to be self-aware, to see who you are, because we're all made up of the same things. We all go through hurts and disappointments and pains. And it's just, everybody is, are individuals and everybody experiences things differently and reacts differently. But this opening yourself up to self-awareness is going to set you free in such a way that is so unique to you. You deserve this time to be free of this heavy burden and weight that you've been carrying. I carried this uh, around for a long time, what I was carrying. And now it's still a process. I'm still working through some stuff. Don't get me wrong. Because I recognize when something's brewing up within me, I can question myself, why am I feeling like that? Is it just because I'm tired? Is it because that person has offended me? Is it because of something that it reminds me of in my past? Because I've looked at myself, honestly, I can see the difference, how my body's regulating, how my mind is regulating. I'm aware and then I can check myself, correct myself much quicker than I used to. So it's really important. I really do invite you to take the steps to do so. So I really hope you enjoyed this um, section of it's okay. And I really hope that you will take the time to, you know, look after yourself, love yourself and don't feel bad about yourself. Okay, guys, you're not alone. So we have the song of the week. And once again, I've done it again. I've given you two songs. So this first song is called Better Days by Leandria Johnson. And it says, the words go a little like this. Sometimes it feels cold and you feel all alone, but hold on, better days are coming. It can be rough in this world, 
and I know it isn't easy, but hang on in there. I know better days are coming. You seem good, you seem bad. You've been hurt beyond sin, but just remember that better days, better days are coming. Friends will leave you by yourself, but don't cry because better days are coming. Oh, better days, better days, better days, better days are coming. That's a beautiful song. And this woman has a magnificent voice. Um, There's going to be another song later on in the episodes that she sings. And oh my gosh, yes, Leandria Johnson is the one to look out for. She's, her voice is fantastic. But the words are so encouraging. So have a listen to that. Um, This is a song by um, Brian Courtney Wilson. He's showed up in a couple of our episodes previously before. I love his voice. Um, This song is Always Peace. And the words go like this. May our God bless us with grace, mercy and peace. And may we always find more room around God's feet. Where there is complete rest from the cares of this world. For every woman, man, boy and girl. I pray we are blessed with God's grace, mercy and peace. Peace. No matter the highs and the lows the seasons of life may bring. I pray the spirit of God is revealed and lead us to great and marvellous things. Whether we stay standing side by side or circumstances determines our goodbye. Lovely song, um, Brian Courtney. Really, really nice. Love his texture of his voice. Really lovely singer. So check him out. Check his albums out. They're really, really good. And then we have the word of the day, which is a scripture from Jeremiah 29 verses 11 to 29. And this is from the New International Version. Verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. 12. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. 14. I will I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. I really love this verse. It always encourages me and lets me know that God has a plan for our lives. Um, We might not see it the way that we'd hope to see it. It's not all a bed of roses because he's never promised us that. He said he will always be there for us. But he has a plan for us and it's not to harm us. It's a plan filled with hope and a future. And he says that when you call on me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. So tell him everything, guys. Lean on him, trust in him. He has a plan for you. And his plan is better than our plan anytime because he can, he's seen in our past and he knows the future. There's nothing ever that surprises him. Nothing that comes to distract him or you know he doesn't even sleep so (laughs) he's seeing all knowing God to trust in him in all things 
and this is you know this is a this is a god that i've have really have learned to trust and if you listen to my previous episodes um on my spiritual health you'll really hear the heart of how i've had my ups and downs um with my relationship with the lord but he has proven himself to me to be faithful all the time so yeah guys i really hope you've enjoyed this episode um there is the book of the month and the book of the month comes from um what's happened to you and this is a book by bruce d perry and oprah winfrey it's a conversation between these two people and it's beautifully put together all the links of the songs and the book are in the description and this is just um extract from their book this is from chapter one making sense of the world and this is in between a conversation that um dr perry and oprah winfrey they've got this gentleman who's went to korea and um, he's experienced the war and um he's concerned about if there's something wrong with him um dr perry is basically discussing how the brain reacts oprah winfrey When I hear Mr. Roseman's story, the first thing I notice is that he felt flawed. He even asks, what is wrong with me? But you focused on what happened to me rather than what's wrong with me, which is exactly the shift we're trying to help others make. His story also helped me really understand what you mean when you talk about subsequential organisation of the brain. Dr. Perry. All experiences is process from the bottom up, meaning to get to the top smart part of our brain, you have to go through the lower, not so smart part. This sequential processing means that the most primitive reactive part of our brain is the first part to interpret and act on the information coming from our senses. Bottom line, our brain is organized to act and feel before we think. This is how our brain develops sequentially from the bottom up. The developing infant acts and feels as these actions and feeling help organize how we begin to think. Oprah, for years you've been telling me that the earliest experiences have the biggest impact because it is when the brain is most rapidly growing. Dr. Perry, Not only is what happened to you the key question if you want to understand someone, it's the key question if you want to understand the brain. In other words, your personal history, the people and places in your life influence your brain's development. The result is that each of our brains are unique. Our life experiences shape the way key systems of our brain organize and function. So each of us sees and understands the world in a unique way. The example of Mr. Rusman involves traumatic experiences that took place when he was 24 years old. And these experiences changed the brain of a 24-year-old. Imagine the impact trauma of the brain of an infant or a toddler. How much more pervasive the effects would be. Starting in the womb and developing brain begins to store parts of our life experience. Fetal brain development can be 
influenced by a host of factors, including mother's stress, drug, alcohol, and nicotine intake, diet, and patterns of activity. During the first nine months, development is explosive at times, reaching a rate of 20,000 new neurons born each second. In comparison, an adult may on a day create 700 new neurons. By birth, the newborn has 86 billion neurons. These will continue to grow and connect to create complex networks that allow the newborn to begin making sense of their world. This is all extremely complex and not fully understand by researchers, but there are a few basic principles that will help throughout our conversations about how this relates to trauma. Guys, that book just excites me just to, because it just explains the development of how our brain works. As he says, it's unique to each and everyone from our experiences in life. We've all experienced different things. That's why we shouldn't go around judging people we shouldn't go around expecting everybody to be fixed by the same thing because we all experience life differently. We all get nurtured differently. We all develop differently because of how we've been treated in our life experiences. And as he says, Mr. Rosman was 20 something when he went to war and how his brain was affected that as he got older, he was still having the effects of war in his life after he left the war so that's what i'm saying be kind to yourself guys we are all learning to unlearn what has been done to us we are even unconscious or unaware of what's happened to us be kind to yourself and trust in the process and that know that it's worth doing you're going to be better for it yeah i really encourage you your own self-discovery you know there's plenty of resources to find counselors do that it's helpful just to speak it out Um, speak to your doctor you know go online you know find somebody that can assist you in your journey i really do hope you enjoyed this podcast ladies and gentlemen up in my feelings yeah you know we can get up in our feelings so that's what next week's episode is called so look out for that actually it's not next week it is the week after we're going to be every other tuesday guys um i've started a course so it's every other tuesday i'm trying to keep consistent and making the content still good you know please give me your feedback let me know how you're feeling so we're just going to close up guys so thank you as i said all the songs and the book is linked in the episode description listen to the songs and be encouraged to do that Who am I? I am Genevieve who is intentionally doing the work to know herself and hoping to see and love the newly discovered Genevieve. What I have learnt, what I am unlearning, how I am disciplining myself and what I accept and choose to reject. Thank you for listening to the end. I really value your time. I am intentionally hoping I will see you every other Tuesday. Until then, listen to this episode again, write down some notes and please ask me some questions. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So please leave your comments, share, like, and you can follow me on Instagram at intentionally underscore hoping or email me on intentionally hoping at gmail.com. 
As I said, please rate, share, like, comment, and I'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye.